ra 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 la 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 la. Sing like this. Deck the horse with boughs of holly. Fa la 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 la. Try again. Deck the horse with boughs of holly. Ra 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 ra. Stop 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 Sing something else. Jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle all the way. All my fun is to ride in a horsey open sleigh. No, 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 no! Stop, 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 stop! Merry Christmas! I don't want to fight tonight. Sugar Plum Fairy, the Geek Salad episode 106, Pottersville in the spirit of Christmas. Uh, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Jim. I'm Catherine. And we are here today to do a side-by-side comparison about old Christmas versus new Christmas. <laughs> Both old and new have an E at the end of them, by the way, just yeah. so we're totally clear oldie on that. Oldie Christmas. New the old, Christmas. ye old yeah. Christmas. So the, the cutoff, we've decided, will be po- pre- and post-Christmas story. The so essentially... The Christmas line of demarcation. Right, exactly. <laughs> the DMZ's on. It's, it's the line in the snow. The, ma- the yellow line the in yellow the snow. The yellow line in the snow. It is the Mason-Dixon line. Yeah, he, he just took that Red Rider BB gun and drew the line. Yeah. And you cross this, you're getting a pellet in the ass. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Drawn out with Bumpus Hound blood. <laughs> you know, they've never released the director's cut of Christmas Story where Ralphie loses it and goes into the post office with the Red Rider movie. I'm waiting for that with bated breath. Well, now that Bob, that director Bob, Bob Clark is dead, you do realize that eventually that they'll unearth that scene where uh, Randy walks in on his parents doing it, right? <laughs> and they put, With the beds pushed together. <laughs> and... <laughs> No, and all the nudity is obscured was, just was, with that color, that 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 uh, issue the, of Look magazine. Was Randy the one that became the porn star? No, no, that was uh, Flick. Okay. Yeah. Schwartz. What would even be more disturbing if they unearthed the actually existed um, Flash Gordon scene? Which was. That I've only seen a picture, but Ralphie's wearing the little gold boxer shorts just like Flash Gordon. So, <laughs> I remember that. This isn't made up. No. no and actually, if you it. watch the credits, you will see there's a credit for Flash Gordon. They pulled it out at the end. Flash! Ha ha. Ah! Wow, My nuts are really stuck now. <laughs> <laughs> and they actually talk about it on the commentary track on the DVD. About how they decided it didn't really, you know, they needed to lose, they needed to cut it back because movies weren't allowed to be longer than ninety minutes back then. Yeah, that's true. Unless you're gone with the wind. Exactly, in which case you can go as long as you want. So let's get uh, started with uh, Chris's cultural corner. KKK, that's not good. Um, now we did give Chris an assignment because uh, this was just going to be one of these many things that we have to get nostalgic about. Um, what I did was I asked Chris to review the commercials 
the toy commercials, rather, that aired the night of the Star Wars holiday special. It's not a Christmas special. It is a holiday special. Rookie like day. These are available on YouTube. And just to make things easier for Chris, I also included the Rift Tracks versions of those. There were surprisingly only three toy co- uh, commercials, because I remember you know, watching that Rift Tracks thing, and there was at least five commercials for the Garment Makers Union. <laughs> <laughs> Go to YouTube and check them out. I'm being dead serious about this. Turtle wax! <laughs> what? Wax or no, there, no, there were no Kenner... Uh, Star Wars. Uh, yeah, I'm Joe. All right. Well, let's get on to uh, number one here, which was the Trail Tracker. Chris writes, I never had this. It was a simple toy. Draw a line on a special playmat with a crayon, and the van follows the line. They later released a hound dog version of this replacement van with a hound dog. It probably was fun for, like, the first ten minutes, then probably got boring real quick. I probably would uh, try and place the playmat on the edge of the table and have the van fall off the table. But ultimately, this would have been a toy that ended up in the closet after the first day of use, never to be heard from again. Now, they came out with a second version of that, though, right? Uncle Pervert's Candy Van. <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I should remember this toy now. Windowless Trail Tracker. The Trail Tracker or the Uncle? That's what it said, Catherine. Definitely Why can't uncle. it be both? <laughs> no, that was the guy that crossed the street. <laughs> See, and that's what I would have done. You know, it's like, okay, uh, cock and balls. Here you go. <laughs> Drive around this. <laughs> yep, yep. But then again, it was the 70s. We kids were stupid back then. It's amazing we're still alive. Drive around the afro. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of black stormtroopers. Yeah, exactly. All right, so next up on Chris's list is Tobor. Toy robots were huge when I was a kid. Remember 2XL, Alfie, and the awesome Shogun Warriors? Then there is Tobor. Did you know that Tobor is robot spelled backwards? They mentioned that in the commercial. Well, Tobor is a piece of shit. That shit spelled backwards, actually. I couldn't pronounce that. This is Tobor. Tobor, the telesonic robot. Batteries not included. He's under your control. With a click from the telesonic commander. To circle. To proceed forward. To circle. Or to pick up the support module and return. All on your command. Tobor is robot spelled backwards. Tobor, the telesonic robot from Shopper. Um, this. 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 So it's like you're typing it into the Magnavox Odyssey 2. Doesn't Tobor sound like some rich old lady's pool boy that she occasionally... Oh, Tobor. Tobor. <laughs> Tobor uses something called telesonic technology, which is basically a remote control that gives off these loud clicks and makes Tobor move in circles and bump into a lot of furniture. <laughs> Never had this item from what I researched on, and I'm glad I stuck with Alfie and the Shogun Warriors. Yeah, I'm, I'm, okay. just, I'm just picturing in my mind... Um, do you remember when they did the uh, the Rift uh, short spectacular? They had that commercial for the the Dinglings. No, Hello? reiterate. It's just like these wind up robot. Are you toys. sure you want to go here? Yeah. <laughs> you want to go in depth? You really want to do this? <laughs> Situated in an orphanage. <laughs> no, that's just what I'm pitching. The the Dingling robots. Look, watch the Rift short, short spectacular. All oh, right. Well, you'll see what I mean. All right, then finally on Chris's list here uh, was the Star Wars toys. Star Wars. You and your children loved it. Now 
the Earthlings at Kenner have asked my associate and me to present the Star Wars collection. Truly remarkable toys and games for your children. What's he so excited about now? My goodness, the Star Wars TIE Fighter and X-Wing Fighter. Now your children can relive our great space battles or collect our wonderful Star Wars companions with Kenner's Star Wars action figures. R2, it's a little you. Kenner's new radio-controlled R2-D2 anyone can command. Since this was the Star Wars Holiday Special, you don't think that they would go the whole special without advertising their own toy line. And why not? It's legendary. I had my share of their action figures. I had Luke, Han, Vader for sure, but I also had the more obscure ones like Greedo, Walrus Man, and Hammerhead. Yeah. What about fat Imperial Trooper who warns Vader about the power of the Force? <laughs> <laughs> I also had the Millennium Falcon and TIE Fighter. Loved everyone, and too bad they were lost or thrown out by my parents because it's probably worth a pretty penny right now. Classic toys advertised during a classically bad holiday special. So, yeah, that was... Thank you, Chris. Um, yes, actually, the, the Star Wars toy commercial was the last commercial on the Star Wars holiday special. They probably... They, they, it's kind of you, had to, you had to sit the whole, through the whole thing in order to see the Star Wars it, special. And the it, sick thing it's is, marketing, that, is like, that, it's at marketing. that point, it's like, shut up, get to the toys! <laughs> Get to the toys! Well, I remember they, like there was a it got leaked out that there was going to be a, you know a new Star Wars figure commercial with a yeah. new figure, yeah. And it comes up as this big gleam of light. They're like the most exciting figure ever to hit the Star Wars line. Kablam! Lobot. Lobot. <laughs> He's got a thing on it. Ah, crap. Back to you. <laughs> He's got billowy sleeves and disco pants. How could you not love Lobot? He's bald. <laughs> oh, Lobot. <laughs> the love of Lobot. Yep. So, all right. So now we're going to uh, get into our discussion here. No, it's going to be just typical nerd-type pop culture stuff. We're going to talk rage. movies. Nerd rage. Yep. <laughs> movies, TV, music. Uh, we are going to throw some advertisements in there because goddamn. Um, <laughs> so let's start with... Movies. Let's let's begin with the old. <laughs> Where do we? I mean, uh, I, I suppose you can't really talk about old classic Christmas movies without mentioning It's a Wonderful Life. I mean, that is there is no to be no disparaging marks against It's a Wonderful Life. I love It's a Wonderful Life. I hate It's a Wonderful we Life. We know you're, you're a bucket of crap. People were human beings to him, but to you, a warped, frustrated old man, they're cattle. Well, in my book, he died a much richer man than you'll ever be. I'm not interested in your book. I'm talking about the building and loan. I know very well what you're talking about. You're talking about something you can't get your fingers on, and it's galling you. That's what you're talking about, I know. Well, I, I, I've said too much. I, you're, the, you're the board here. You do what you want with this thing. There's just one thing more, though. This town needs this measly one-horse institution, if only to have some place where people can come without crawling to Potter. Come on. I, 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 no, no. You know what the problem was? It got so overplayed by TBS. Well, no, it, it, there was a point where everybody was playing it. Like right. Chris Berman like, hey, was, hey, everybody. Oh. <laughs> After the Falcons and the Seahawks will be playing our version <laughs> of It's a Wonderful then, Life. There goes Potter. Back, 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 back. <laughs> and then Ted Turner had to colorize it. Yeah. Of course he did. But the, the actual story of why that they played it a lot, especially like the mid-80s, the licensing lapsed. Right. So right, everybody right. had the so rights to this thing. Oh, yeah. it was ridiculous. Every, you know, every network would have it on at least three times. The colorization 
was awful. Oh, God. This one, the technology was still in its early, early right, stages. Right. George Bailey, I'm going to make an agreement with you. You stop being so pink of hue, and maybe I'll give you some of these people. <laughs> oh, God. I mean... Maybe I'll give you a pickle tickle on Friday. <laughs> I think you got Jim for that, Joe, without that. Yep. Joe's disgusting. And down goes Angus! <laughs> Um, I just only lasted five minutes. Did you just call him Angus? No, I said Angus. Angus. Oh, Angus. oh, but oh. I had to do my the way I pray. I would just <laughs> anyway. Sports announcement. Yeah. Go ahead. So anyway, I mean the thing about It's Wonderful Life is I love that movie more every year, and I don't know why. You know, for the you're getting old, Andy. For the cold, cynical heart that I have, I mean, you're I actually told your sister today, I can't stop the hate. It's the glue that holds me together. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> Let they hate your pie hole. Let they hate you, Andy. Did you throw a spoiler out again today? No, I didn't throw a spoiler out there. Wow, it is a Christmas miracle. (laughs) No, but I did call that that Horatio Sands, Jimmy Fallon, Christmas Time is Here Again song uh, crap or shitty or stupid or something like that. Well, I'll agree. That is crap. Yeah. And they played it during the Patriots game last night. Wow. I think it was like a Chevy commercial or something like that where they had like Bush Walker or something like, I don't care what the mayor says. Christmas time is here. The new Chevy The new Chevy Impala. (laughs) Hey, Horatio Stan, stop laughing at yourself. You're not that funny. (laughs) (laughs) And it goes double for you, Jimmy Fallon. I swear to God, it goes double for you. It's it's Fallon hate part two, Jim. (laughs) He got an Entertainment Weekly um, cover photo. You saw it, yeah. He's the 2014 Entertainer of the Year. I just got that out of my mailbox today. I'm like... I'm like, wow. Oh, God, we I think lost. I just figured you out, just lied. I think I just figured out Andy's slice of hell, little corner of hell. It would be the DC Comic Awards MC by Jimmy Fallon. <laughs> and he had a, had a front row seat, too. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, God, the suicide squad again! <laughs> No, I mean the thing right. about the thing about the, the pre-Christmas story movies is that they're all very earnest and very sentimental. I don't know. An utter crap. Have you listened to um oh what's Dreaming of a White Christmas? Okay. The original and and that was in the the, the one in White Christmas As, that Judy Garland sings is nicer than the original version. <laughs> aside from aside from the fact that Bing Crosby's a white beaten. Child beating, you know, blackface wearing. Exactly. <laughs> Let's put all that aside. Oh, Manny, I guess it's time to go out to the woodshed again. <laughs> a nice sack of Valencia and also, oranges. And, and, <laughs> and it has been determined that uh, Rudolph's parents are much worse than Elsa's parents. Yes. Oh, yeah. That yeah. Goes without oh, saying. my God. That's like a Winter Wonderland clan fest. That is horrible. They're awful, awful, awful parents. We'll, we'll get to that stuff. Whoa. we got to stick to the movies real all quick. Right, so, so, all right. Yes, so, um, but yeah, you're right about, like, the earnestness of the post-Christmas yeah. or pre-Christmas story movies. They're all... Christmas with a jerk-off. <laughs> Bad Santa, That's which I, I haven't watched. I just, you know, I know enough from the trailer. To... There's yeah. nothing, no, there's nothing earnest about that movie. <laughs> let me tell you. There's nothing sentimental about it. The sex scene in the car is probably earnest. Yeah. yeah. Oh, very earnest, yeah. Hey, she, she wouldn't be able to shit right for a week, Jim. A week. <laughs> anyway. Okay, now I really have to not watch this movie. All right. 
I guess I won't be offering up no. any chocolatey cookies anytime. You know, <laughs> but you know what? You know what the funny thing is about like you know going back to the classic old timey movies. Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street was a summer release. Really? It was released in like June or July of that year. It was getting everybody psyched up for the Macy's parade, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> there goes the float again. <laughs> there goes the one flow you got. All right, here's the one baseball player we've got coming down Madison Avenue right now. This embodies all three of the great New York teams we have here right now. The Dodgers, the Yankees, and the Giants. Boy, things will never, ever change, ever. Here comes Carl Mays, who wants through with five black men in one day. As he comes down the street, we have to remind ourselves that Christian unity is one and all. Merry Christmas, everyone. You okay? I'm fine. Okay. <laughs> Can I just say, though, I don't know what it is, and because I'm kind of just piggybacking off what Joe says. Um, when I see, when you see, like, when I think of Christmas, like, as a kid, I don't know what it is, and I'm still like this. I, I, I think of, like, quiet, like, like the old choir music and the old crooners and singing and, like, right. the, the, the scenes... When you walk down like an old Main Street and you see the statues and stuff like that, yeah. and the snow in the window, there's something about that that I still when I think of Christmas. That's an image. That's the image. That, that is that that is the nostalgia that everybody's been sold on on Christmas. Is the you know snow, the nice quiet street, just the snow crunching under your feet while you're walking. I mean that's that's the image. Well, everybody well, has. The local the local stuff was you know going to Shoppers World, like the old underground Shoppers World, and they brought out the. Mm-hmm. Santa Claus and the reindeer oh, yeah. and the and statues the, yep. and the everything. But that but, there was that there was going you know traveling to the Filene's right, in but, but, uh, Boston, Boston to go look at the the bear right. displays. And remember, I mean, when we were kids pre nineteen eighty three, the only movies we had were It's a Wonderful Life, <clears throat> you know, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street, Original Lowe and Scrooge, well, yeah, yeah. Holiday Inn. <laughs> yep. We'll get to it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, and it's just I, I'd be interested in seeing it, like how our kids are gonna, you know, what is their nostalgia for Christmas gonna be? Because we were the last generation to really get that, you know, especially here. You know, you're bringing up Shoppers World. Shoppers World was for those not in the know. Um, Shoppers World was a shopping mall that was primarily outdoors. You it had was, to walk was, out of a store, you know what it was? go outside into the cold and the snow to get to the next store. But it was sunken underground, so you didn't get was, all the weather. You know right. what it was? It's, it, not like, it's not like the Rent Them Outlets or some other <laughs> outlet chain where it's like, you're, I mean, you're really outside. Here's on a hill in the middle of nowhere. Have fun, kids. <laughs> you know what it was? It's one of those sketchy outdoor motels. Yeah. <laughs> it did look like you were walking through the, like, the, the catacombs in Rome where the Christians hid. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. What's around the corner? Oh, it's Macy's. <laughs> no, oh, it was Jordan Marsh. Oh, God. It wasn't Jordan. It wasn't Jordan Marsh. Hey, That's strawberries. Right. <laughs> Is the new war record? <laughs> You guys like Danger Danger? I like Danger Danger. 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 There's something about, and it still appeals to me, there's something about that sterile 50s, 30s, yep. 40s, 50s feel to Christmas that I yep. still find very appealing. Well, I, one of my favorite things to do like this time of year is my wife and I sit, we, we have all the lights dim, we have a glass of wine, and we watch It's a Wonderful Life. And I still sit there and I hope that maybe the ending will change this time. Hmm. Maybe they'll go on a killing spree. Maybe they'll figure it out. It was Potter. It was <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go get Potter. The signs are all there in the first place. Burn his house down, lynch him, you know. Or, or better yet, here's the thing: George gets a glimpse of his life, goes back in time, and doesn't save Harry. Because let's be honest, 
Harry ruined George's fucking life. Well, Harry's yeah. not yeah. Harry's Harry's Oh, yeah. Like, someone deserved to get their boxes ears in by ears boxed by Gower or <laughs> Harry. Yeah, and then if he didn't save his uh, Harry, then he would become the 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 um nah. military hero. He would have found out he would have died at the death march of Evo G. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Ouch. And in the long run, Potter got what he wanted. Which, you know, and I said this a few years ago, I read this great article um, about what was so wrong with Pottersville. It seemed pretty progressive. I mean, yeah, there were strip joints and everything like that, but they weren't playing the same movie for 30 years. It's not like, okay, uh, what do you guys want to go see? Well, it could be anything you want, as long as it's the Bells of St. Mary's. (laughs) Now, Miracle on 34th Street, we don't tend to talk about that one a lot. That is... Well, first of all, I, th- I still think it is a very funny movie. I like that a lot better than It's yeah. Wonderful Life. Yeah. Well, yeah. well, it's only an hour and a half long, first well, of all. No, that's, that's, that's it doesn't deal with suicide. I, mean, I would like to say that Natalie you know Wood could walk on water, but... Oh, oh what, too soon? <laughs> I, I, you know, my mom subjected us to these Christmas movies shortly before converting to Judaism. And it, no, really. No, true. This and, is a true story. This yeah. is an absolute is true reason? story. Yeah. Sorry, Catherine, you named Shlomo now. That's just the way. <laughs> no, thanks to Catherine, I actually had a Jewish friend in high school. This after I she was converted. Jewish. I was Jewish-ish. Yeah. My mom was Jewish. You were Ish. Jewish. <laughs> I was Jewish. Yeah, you don't look Jewish. Jewish. <laughs> I, was, I was Catholic-ish. <laughs> I can't say I'm not a Satanist. <laughs> oh, God. All right, go on, Kevin. Um, Sorry to interrupt. Uh, so we watched A Miracle on 34th Street, It's a Wonderful Life, all these, all the classics. And I, you know, I, I just, I liked it better. Maybe because there was a bitter young girl in it. I'm not sure. Very young, bitter young girl. <laughs> I mean, I, for me... I also like what I liked best was the the whole concept that they embraced was you know what we don't have this but they have it over here you know the stores being supportive of each other and they're like how dare they do that we're gonna do that back I could definitely <laughs> we'll make see, more money I could see Beats by Dre sending people over to buy Bose headsets <laughs> oh yeah. Well, yeah, Beats by Dre, which was one thing, and then it was Beats by Dre, and then it got bought by Apple. By Apple, so they... Ridiculously Exactly. And now they've taken, like, the most pure symbol of the streets and made it lily white. Coke? It already was. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for me? Uh, well, I mean, It's a Wonderful Life is amazingly depressing. Pretty much the entire first half of that movie is saying, yeah, his life really does suck. He, I mean... Well... Yeah, that it's a play on words, Mike. Yeah. Yeah, but but I mean, yeah, Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street. That's not so. It's not so depressing. It's more of happiness. Well, you know, this, I mean, this. Well, I mean, it's a wonderful life. It's kind of preaching. In, in, yeah, in it definitely sense. is. Yeah, Santa's an asshole in that movie. <laughs> Santa, have we not learned from Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer that Santa is an asshole? He's a major league. <laughs> yeah, but um. Well, the other thing I like about Miracle on 34th Street, they never really definitively come out and say, yes, he was really Santa Claus. Yeah. It's inferred. Leave, but then again, the no. as far as I'm aware, he yeah. bludgeoned a, a couple living in that house to death and <laughs> left the one piece of incriminating evidence after after he burned their bodies and said, okay, kid, here's your house now. We have no idea what happened. All we found was a blowgun dart. <laughs> <laughs> and it looked like. Somebody being dragged out of the house by their heels. No, and their pants I can't tell you that all this child pornography in the basement is planted, but... No, 
obviously it's a blowgun dart shaped from a reindeer horn. <laughs> it was built by the elves. Come on, people. God. Connect the dots here. That's fine. I mean, yeah. The, the, the Dylan McDermott one, God, I want to throw myself off of a Oh, my God. The gone. second they brought up, like, like child molestation in that, I'm like, okay, I'm done. Nope. <laughs> yeah. Nope, me. turn it off. Nope. That's that, that it. Done. What about... Uh, done. What about White Christmas? First of all, okay, when I watch White... I like it. I do. All right. Do I... Would I if it was a movie about Easter, would I like it? No, it's about Christmas. It's right. about Christmas. There's a scene... Where Danny Kay is dancing with a beautiful young woman and trying so hard to pretend he's interested in her. I was thinking the hot thing. Oh, Danny Kay, you lie. I remember watching that movie for the first time. It's like I had heard so much about it. Now, keep in mind, the movie runs about a day and a half. No, I think it's his official running time. It's, it's a long way. It's, 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 it's a lot long. longer than two hours. It's not as long as it's not as long as The Wonderful Life. I don't know. I Mike, so. Mike's looking up run times here. Look him up. Look both of them up. Look both of them up. Um, but it takes forever to actually get to anything involving Christmas. Pretty much, it's just watching Bing Crosby smoke cigarettes, try to hit on girls, and sing songs at the piano. How can I pick up girls tonight? No, no, no. White Christmas is 120 I'll, minutes. I'll wear a All right. Christmas jacket. What, what else are we looking for? Uh, it's Wonderful Life. What's the run time for It's a Wonderful Life. And then Summer Camp 3. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or my summer story. It's a good thing we have a moment, a moment to look this up. So, yeah, know. okay. I'll, I'll keep I talking never, then. I'll I keep never talking. saw that. Okay. Anyway, so... Uh, no. Were there other... Sorry, guys. Yeah. Yep, go... 130 minutes. Wow. Wow. 10 minutes longer. Well, it's certainly travel. The, the time goes by a lot faster watching It's a Wonderful Life no, than, than, than White Christmas. Ding, ding, ding from, uh, for Jim. There you go. Good going, Jim. Ding, 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 ding. Thank you. I'll have a check. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You've got to kill George Bailey. What other movies are there, though? Because that's really kind of where we're like... Yeah, the... the well, besides, it's... besides Christmas Story, which does fall behind the gate here. Best Christmas movie ever. Yeah, the, they, I agree. They went, they went from... I think they went from theatrical movies to specials. I yeah, I think so because once. What about, at least, well, at least, what about, you know, what about a movie that, we, that takes place remember. during Christmas but doesn't actually is not a, actually a Christmas movie? Well, like Die Hard, Home Alone, or Ranger Games. Oh yeah. Forty one. Nineteen forty one. I don't know. ABC Family always seems to think the Potter movies are Christmas. Yeah. Well, there's one scene with Christmas, and no. Uh, you know what? It, and they wear I, a jumper. Well, you know what it is, is because all all the Potter movies come, came come out right after came out right after Thanksgiving, so they were right. big during the Christmas. But the Sunday. music is kind of Christmassy. Thing. Yeah, that was a pretty good replication. Don't you no, think? that yeah. you know, John Williams is oh, jealous. Yeah, oh, I must be tinkling in his pants. And there's always like that one scene <laughs> of Hagrid in town. Wow. What's that? Holiday Inn came before It's a Wonderful Life. Absolutely. Yeah. Of course it did. Of course. And then and then next holiday. Thing was, I mean, I mean. That was the year, you know, that was, I think, maybe the film industry said, wow, we are racist oh. and horrible. What about the uh, Alistair Sim Scrooge? No, I've never actually seen that movie. It's not bad. It's not bad. It's not my favorite. Um, He's kind of a jerk in it, and yeah. then a couple ghosts come, they show up. Yeah, it's not my favorite version of that one, but it's not too bad. It's not the George C. Scott version. No. I, I, I've timed my, uh, the, the heat when I come home. doesn't actually kick into higher level until around the time my boyfriend's going to come home. Catherine was cheap. The cold was cheap, and she liked it. <laughs> I also leave the lights off. That is exactly what I'm thinking when I come home. The dark and the cold is cheap, and I like it. Because <laughs> I pay the utility bill. 
<laughs> the frost inside Indians inside the windows. Not on the outside, mind you, the inside. Sadly, for leisure time in Catherine's uh, condo, she she and Joe sit at op- opposing like sit up desks with uh, quill you know quills and ink wells and everything. <laughs> Joe, you're getting another lump of coal. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> and little Tim should go wanting. <laughs> get get another log for the fire. And, and God forbid the person that comes asking her for charity during Christmas. Yep. Oh, I don't know po- poor houses. Do I don't know prison. Wait a minute. Do you do you hear that? Get out! We got the water guns. Get out the water cannons. Are we off track? Yeah, yeah we're, we're off track. Way off track. Way off track. Right. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, then let's, let's right. do the old movies. So all right. Let's do some newer ones. All right. So. By my count, the classics, the deemed classics after that point, are um, Scrooge, Christmas yeah. Vacation, oh, yeah. and Elf. Vacation. I love Elf. Those are the three. They're I, really, I mean, there's a lot of, after Christmas Story, there was a lot of movies where essentially every trailer was, okay, play a song from the Nutcracker, <laughs> and watch, watch people slide on their backs or get hit in the nuts with something. I don't know. I have some if you believe if you believe ABC Family, they'll tell you that Polar Polar Express is one of the classics oh, too. No. Oh no! So, oh. And I think they're doing it at the Museum of Science this year. Stop um, losing your fucking ticket. Kid. Okay, I saw Santa Claus the movie in theaters. <laughs> okay. With Dudley Moore and John no. Lithgow. Yep. Santa Claus the motion picture. picture. Yeah, that's right. It was the motion picture. It was the motion picture. Up and I thought it said the movie, but okay, I could be wrong. Everything you know, the Salt Kinds did, everything the Salt Kinds did, had the word the movie or the motion picture right after it. But but you know the because the puns of I was doing some elf improvement and uh, working on my elf esteem that Dudley Moore spits out. I was like, uh, it, those because were... because they pissed off Richard Donner so much they could not just get him to uh, helm that movie. Exactly. No, no, it was the same guy that they had direct uh, Supergirl. Yep. Now, the problem was, too, is that all their money came from Coke and McDonald's advertising. Right. So by the end of by the end of watching that movie, I'm like, I just kind of want a Coke. Coke. <laughs> Coca-Cola. Oh. I was like, I just kind of want a Coke and a Big Mac right now. I don't know why, but I do. Um, that one's a little blow. <laughs> 92, The Muppet Christmas Carol. Excellent, excellent movie. Uh, I thought that was 83. Uh, Muppet Christmas Carol was 92. No, Sorry, I was thinking Mickey's Christmas Carol. Nightmare Before uh, Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. Christmas is 93. Which is a pseudo-Halloween It's a pseudo-Halloween. Yeah, we watch Horror it at Halloween because there's so many other Christmas movies to watch. Right. But it, it was, yeah, it did come out and it was a thing. But yeah, The Muppet Christmas Carol was really good. The unsung... And that was, that was the first real The Muppets Are Back. Are we discounting Home Alone? Yeah, I, I think we should because I don't think Home Alone has anything to do with Christmas. Well, they're going it, to Paris for Christmas. They're going to Paris for Christmas. Christmas. Kevin is just a sociopath. That would have happened on St. Swithin's Day, Jim. <laughs> yeah. Witness years of neglect and abuse take their toll on the small child as he shows all the signs of becoming a sociopath, like manipulation. Go. I'm sorry. Talking to himself. I can't seem to find my toothbrush, so I'll pick one up when I go out today. And trapping two nonviolent criminals inside a sadistic world of torture from which there is no escape. <laughs> but gosh darn it, if he isn't just the cutest little thing. Well, well Potter would have stolen their money on any other day. Sure, yep, yep. And he was Santa- stealing all their money. What about the Santa Claus? I cannot. Is Tim Allen in it? Yeah. Nope. Yep. <laughs> 
I, 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 I thought the purple was cute. Too, and it was cute. Yeah. We had, you know, it's like, you know when you, you, you're recording something on the DVR, the channel changes like in the middle of the night, and then you turn on the TV, and it's just like, why is it on that channel? Uh, the other night, I turned it on, like, why is it on that channel? Because the Santa Claus 2, you know, oh, the wife clause just, or whatever I, that I, is. I'm just saying this just because I want to see Andy's the reaction. Claus. Love Actually. I love that movie. Oh, my God. <laughs> where does it oh take Oh, my God. Wait, wait, Joe. It takes place in England. Where does it take place? England, of course. For How silly of me. Oh, my God, dude. <laughs> I, have to, I have to point out a glaring omission on your list there, Catherine. What? 1988, Ernest Saves Christmas. It, they were earnest in that movie, weren't they? Yeah. No, they were not. But you know what? The funny thing is that most of the movies, like the, most of these movies, again, were just like, oh, who's got the best light display? Who can get the best present? Mm-hmm. You know, completely negating everything Linus Van Pelt taught us in the early '60s. Yeah. It's a shame. <laughs> just saying. Okay. Uh, Scrooge. Awesome. Scrooge is an all-time yes. classic, awesome, except for awesome the last movie. ten minutes of that movie when the blow ran out. No, no, I got to be honest with you. I don't. I don't think I have tear ducts. I don't. I actually got choked up at the end of that movie. Really? Oh, I yeah. did. I do. I, I get did. choked up. Yeah, but you get when that little kid talks. Yeah. I get really choked up. Right, and that is where the coke ran out because at that point, essentially after the kid, you know, says, you know, God bless us, everyone, and Jim starts crying. Um, <laughs> all of a sudden, it turns into like this little, um, leave a little love in your heart sing along that goes on way too long. Bill Murray is a genius. Don't you dare disparage him. I'm not disparaging yes, him. You are. I'm, just, I'm actually disparaging Richard Donner in this case. I guess I'm disparaging because anyone. Because if this was Scrooge starring Benedict Cumberbatch and he <laughs> went on a tirade, you'd have to excuse yourself to the bathroom and you'd have to wear crotchless pants. And don't think that won't happen. <laughs> I have no doubt. Just, just imagine that voice doing the final few lines, though. No, isn't is Doctor Strange coming oh, out in the late, late 16, like November 16? Yeah. This there is you Christmas go. Christmas movie right there. What's that? Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange. Oh, God. With the cumber of Batch. Oh, God. <laughs> Boy. Andy's going to be, he's not going to see the movie. He's going to be in the bathroom the whole time. <laughs> With a roll of toilet paper. in my pants. Linus Van Pelt taught us about Christmas. What about what uh, Sally Brown taught us about Christmas, which is it's all a big commercial racket run by an Eastern syndicate. You know? That's true. <laughs> <laughs> she would go on to be one of Lyndon LaRouche's finest followers. <laughs> Lyndon LaRouche. Wow. I'm so sorry, Mike. I didn't mean for that to happen. No, when I had a mouthful, please. <laughs> oh, boy. You might want to read that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not bat- too snark. Feel this Batman yeah. As a Christmas movie. I would watch that in my regular rotation if it weren't so scary. <laughs> I gotta remember, I, we, you know, we have small kids now. It's like I can't just play, I can't play the ref for my kids and go, okay, this is a true mini Christmas. <laughs> Gremlins probably wouldn't be a great idea. No. Right? no. You know what? I love the ref. The ref is one of the greatest unsung seen, Christmas yeah, movies ever. You know what? You know what? Lady, it's not your husband. <laughs> He's hiding. He's not dead. He's hiding. You know what, Mom? You know what I'm going to get you next Christmas? A big wooden cross. So every time you feel unappreciated for all your sacrifices, you can climb on up and nail yourself to it. Do you think he smoked it all during that, the, the Dennis Leary? Do you think he smoked it all He during smoked it during the entire thing. Oh. Because <laughs> that's what he did. I just, hey, just be happy Lenny Clark wasn't in it. I'm sure he was. There was latrines to be cleaned. <laughs> oh. Which brings us to Elf. 
I just showed Scarlet Elf this past weekend, and she friggin' loved it. Do you like it? I love Elf. I haven't watched it, so, so I you can't gonna watch say. the cartoon version, Andy? The cartoon? Yeah, there's a cartoon coming out. I did not know there's a They're cartoon. They're retelling it. Are they? You know who's doing uh, Buddy the Elf? Who? Jim Parsons. Oh, okay. Um, I won't watch it though. <laughs> they made a movie, a musical out of it, actually. Of course they did. Yeah. You know what there's a musical of? Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer. That's true. Hey, there's also a musical of Spider-Man, all right? So let's That's true. There's a stage let's musical move on. of Flashdance. Well, that makes kind of sense. And that, Rocky. I can, I can see that working. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> Um. Yeah. I don't know. You Mark know. Hamill is Walter. Really? Name yeah. of God are you talking about? And the uh, Elf Buddies musical Christmas. Oh, Mark Hamill's doing it? Yeah, Mark <laughs> Hamill's playing Walter. And Kate, I have no idea who that, who that is. Yeah, all right. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's a fun movie, it's completely Christmassy, and it really doesn't sell out the meaning of Christmas at all. Oh, when, he, when he's in this, when he leaves the North Pole, the time I lose my, I lose it, when he goes through the forest, he's talking to the snowman, oh, yeah. he just gets on the iceberg, and he floats to the candy cane forest, <laughs> and then he goes into Canada, and he tries to talk to a the raccoon, and the raccoon attacks him. <laughs> But my daughter. I guess I gotta watch this. I haven't, I haven't you, seen it. So you haven't seen Elf. Seen Elf. My oh, daughter oh, lost it so hard at, with the gimbal Santa Claus. You sit on a throne of lies. Look, I'm not kidding. You're a fake. I'm a fake. Yes. How'd you like to be dead? Huh? Sorry, he's kidding. You stink. I think you're gonna have a good Christmas. All right. You smell like beef and cheese. You don't smell like Santa. It's quite funny. Elf is I, I, I it's the that. last great Christmas movie. Uh, actually, yes, I, I will have oh, to. Oh, you know what? Arthur Christmas was cute. I haven't seen Arthur Christmas. Oh, you like it? No, oh, it's it's um, isn't that um, Nick Park, Wilson Grant people? Yes, I think so. Ardman. Ardman, that's right, that's right. Because I saw uh, was it the Jim Carrey Christmas Carol, which wasn't bad. No, that was fine. Apart from the eyes, you know, with the uncanny valley, everything yeah. looked dead behind them, and then everything looked like a video game cutscene. <laughs> it really did. Well, the Jim Carrey wow. Grinch okay, so could very well be the biggest piece of shit ever foisted upon an American public. Yes, we're, we're still on theatrical releases. Yes. Right? yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Why? What do you have? The oh, Grinch I... is in real life. Duh. Oh. No, I'm holding. I'm holding out for uh, TV specials. All right. Well, then let's start TV specials. Well, All about, right. There. Eh? Oh. What about Fred Claus? No. What about Fred Claus? Hey, do you know what I like about it? Is Vince Vaughn's in it. He plays a wisecracking slob, <laughs> slacker, oh, slacker who's got away with the ladies. Oh, yes, but in honor of Mike Cicerone. Why don't you tell us uh, how you really feel, Catherine? <laughs> yeah. The uh, the scene the scene where uh, the brothers of famous people. Oh yeah. And um, you got Frank Stallone in there. Yep. Vince Vaughn was he was in Jurassic Park too, right? He yes, was okay he was. in Jurassic Park too, because he wasn't playing the type. Does he get eaten by a pterodactyl? No. Lost opportunity right there. Yeah. No, he doesn't. No, all the main characters no, the make it out No, the Terminators don't show up until Jurassic Park 3. Okay. Yes, TV specials. What was the new one that came out? Disney just put it out. It's like, oh, no, something in landing. Pitch and landing. Doing something in landing. No! No, it's the one that's about the elves. The elves that set up the, 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 set the landing like, lights. Like the sand we'll landing lights. Like they, it's like, like they're the seals going in, like lazing targets and stuff yes. like huh. that. I have no... I mean, I know exactly which one you're talking about. It's actually kind of funny. Too. No, I'm like pissed. It. All right, okay, but we'll go. all right. So, um, old TV specials. 
I mean, obviously, well, we did, I mean, we did rank in my bath last. We did, year. Like, we did the entire rank in the. Yeah, exactly. And what did we learn from that, Joe? Prep and landing. Prep and landing. Was that their names? No, that's not. That's the name of the company. Oh, it's no. Well, I didn't know if that was their women's elf names. Actually, that's really is it? Yeah. It is. It's, 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 it's Disney. I think. So, Joe, what was your takeaway last year from uh, our, our discussion of Rankin and Bass? Cultural, cultural sensitivity was not really a, a strong suit. <laughs> not at all. Nah. Jim? You, you weren't part you of our conversation no, last year. Yeah. Well, first of all, you're just all dead wrong. There was a magical, there was a magical movie that gives us not only a glimpse into the heart of Christmas, but a glimpse into the Emerald Isles. That is the Leprechaun's Christmas Gold, where you have a 90% dead Art Carney narrating it. 90% where they actually have an argument that gets violent between the two, the, between the two lep- the Leprechaun couple in it. Why was he drinking? Well, they don't say that, but <laughs> they weren't allowed to come out and say it. But hey, ha- hey since we were last recorded, half of Rankin and Bass is dead, dead now. Yeah. That means that we're, we're, we're you know we're one body one dead body away from all of those cutscenes being unearthed. We, we also learned that the the Prancer family is a bunch of dicks. Oh, they're they're horrible. They're, they're horrible worse, people. They're worse than the Hatfields and the McCoys. Mm. Horrible people. I mean, talk about scarring a kid for life. Not only that, but I brought again. I brought this up last year when you know they're in the in the cave of the Bumble, and he's just like drooling over an unconscious brain Rudolph, and they're just standing around like, okay, get it over with. And come on, we want to like, get to the show. We can't get money for this. <laughs> Fifteen minutes of this, just. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, I, you know, I'd, I'd like to impress my boss and stuff like that, you know, but really, I'm not going to throw my kid oh, under that, the bus. That one made, not only did uh, made, it make, uh, what, Prancer or Donner? Comet. No, it was Donner. Donner, 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 Donner? Donner? Comet yeah. was the, uh, he wouldn't let him play any reindeer games. Right. No, oh, but it Comet, made, it made, yeah, uh, was the coach. made uh, Santa Claus into the biggest dick as well. And he was kind of like... He was on board with, you know, know. disguise his deformity. Not only that, but he was dick to the elves. You know, sitting on his throne, listening to them sing, oh, where, labor, you know... Labor, labor laws? Who need labor laws? Again, there's, a, you know, an animated test cutscene somewhere from, like, motioning with his tongue, like, sticking through his cheek, just like... Uh, 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 uh. <laughs> well, if you, if you have the original, where they have the actual... They play the entire song of We Are Santa's Elves, and he's like, oh, God, I can't stand Yes, the special song. edition. And seriously, at some point, it's just him, like, doing mock-jerking-off motions, and just... <laughs> pretending to load a gun and shoot himself in the head, counting out a length of rope for him to hang himself with. Pointing at each elf like he's shooting at him. <laughs> oh, man, no, that... they just had the robot chicken where he, like, has a... Uh... Any robot chicken Christmas special is better than anything Rankin and Bass came out with. Okay? What is wrong with you? Do you remember Pinocchio's Christmas? Yes. It's the story of Pinocchio during Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Almost entirely the same thing. Don't forget the little drummer boy. Oh, God. Who could forget the little drummer boy? Because no one has ever depicted the Assyrian occupation of Jerusalem better than Rankin and Bass. Like I said, the only thing missing from that scene was, you know, the little drummer boy's mom getting violated by Roman troops. (laughs) Yes, the genocide. Exactly. All right. So, (laughs) back to Christmas 
special. Well, can we also go on to about Nestor, Nestor the Long-Eared Donkey? <laughs> <laughs> From the fields of... I don't know that one. <laughs> I have I have Dominic the Christmas Donkey on no, no, the music no, list. No, 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 no. It, it starts off with the uh, with a Roman centurion walking into the walking into the um, barn and saying, the, "The emperor needs good, strong donkeys." <laughs> Don't ask why. <laughs> the he, emperor... wants, he wants them for the Senate, really. Oh, wait a minute! Wait a minute. <laughs> Hang on, I read the proclam the proclamation wrong. He wants a good, strong donkey. Never mind. <laughs> Other than Rangan and Basso and Charlie Brown, which is the greatest Christmas special ever. Great, you know. Greatest music, soundtrack greatest ever. Soundtrack just, it time. is. Oh, okay. Yeah, the music's great. Besides the Rainbow Bright commercial. It's untouchable. Let's just put it that way. It's untouchable. Yeah. What other Christmas specials pre-Christmas story, pre-1984? How the Grinch uh, Stole Christmas, Frosty the Snowman. Rangan and Bass. I hate how the Grinch stole Christmas. I don't mind I really the cartoon do. so much because you, I, the, no, the cartoon, the, the you know what? cartoon, no, you know what I like? it's short. <laughs> the, this, uh, Disney, yeah. uh, Disney Christmas Carol. Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Oh, the, oh that was I, I love like that. Yes. I love Emmett Otter's Jug Band Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. Hello, Emmett. My, my fifth favorite band of all time is the Riverbottom Nightmare Band. <laughs> oh, yeah. I had, I had one band that a friend of mine was the drummer in, and like... They did one, a song from it? They they randomly did River Bottom Nightmare Band when they were coming back from break and it's like, this is my band. <laughs> we think what we want. We do anything that we wish. We got no respect for animal birdies or fish. I always thought that Doc Bullfrog was a pimp, too. <laughs> How many times have I told you if you short me on the money, you're gonna get slapped? <laughs> no, no, no. The real asshole in that is clearly the fox. Mayor Fox. Oh, Mayor Fox. Yeah, and his wife, yes. Yeah, they're, they're the real horrible people. Ooh, no, that. you know the real jerk, and, the, and I think the real protagonist is the goldfish who drives in the back. <laughs> <laughs> He's in, the, he's in the goldfish bowl, kind of like, along. He's essentially the equivalent of a guy in Frankie Goes to Hollywood who does nothing but like dance and shine a flashlight. Oh no, he's far more involved than that. Andy. <laughs> I'm telling you, he was behind the plot. <laughs> yeah, Jim, I'm kind of surprised you haven't mentioned this one, Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol. Oh, that's true. Oh god. <laughs> <laughs> da -da 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 -da. I haven't watched that one in. I think Charlie, since Suncoast. Slave, I guess. I don't know what he was. <laughs> he wasn't Marley in that, was he? No. you been mad. Good God, that's a delightful. What do you think Jim Bacchus was thinking? This is some good stuff. I need some money. Yeah, his pot was. <laughs> well, this Gilligan Island thing isn't going to last forever. In fact, I think it's already done. Oh, sure, I'll make fun of the blind. No problem. Pudu <laughs> see Pagoomba. <laughs> I can't think of one special that was not Rankin and Bass. Yeah. Uh, it was the night before Christmas. Yeah, I was just going to the Trundles. That, no, that's Rankin and Bass. Are you sure? We yeah. talked about it last oh, year. Yes. Yep. He's that right. Is... But you know something? The music is delightful. Oh, it is delightful. It is. 
and I'll worry. I think it's in my top three. And our plan will do what's necessary. Real quick, go back to Magoo real quick, because that was like a stage performance. Go ahead. There was, you know, there was it was a stage performance. Like Magoo would, you know, stumble into his dressing room and, you know, mistake somebody's private parts for a makeup brush or something. (laughs) And then the second he gets on stage, he can see perfectly well. He doesn't bump into anything. He's just Mr. Poor Mr. Magoo. You know, do they play him anymore? What that, I don't like, I said I haven't seen it since my son I don't, days. So it's been I like don't think he's twenty years. Up these days. Yeah, Mr. Magoo, Beetle Bailey. I you know. Beetle Bailey. No, they um. Those were cart- all things no, I watched together. On Boomerang, Cartoon Network has a. Has, oh, okay. has a their own uh, separate channel that's all the old classics. Yeah. And they they play in Mr. Magoo and all the old like. Well, the, well Mr. Magoo's Christmas Carol is not too bad because Charlie, I, I don't think Charlie's in it. No, he's not. Oh, thank God, because you can't do the regular cartoons. Mr. Magoo is in. I mean, he's in all of them. Right. Yeah. Good God. Roadhog. Nah, nah. <laughs> <laughs> I also have 1978 Christmas Eve on Sesame Street. Oh, I remember that. That one was terrifying. Cause that I'm was like... scary because like, Big Bird goes out and he's waiting for Santa and he starts to freeze and he's got icicles dripping off his beak. My God, it's like the matchstick girl. <laughs> I just remember they had the Christmas party and they went to that guy Bob. Remember Bob? Yep. Bob's apartment and everybody's complaining about the glory hole that he drilled in the, the side of the wall to watch all the dudes. <laughs> <laughs> was that in the director's cut or was that that's the underground oh. director's cut yeah. oh. and then 1979 John Denver and the Muppets A Christmas yeah. Together that was actually we watched that last yeah. year and yeah. I was shocked at how bad it was considering how much we love that, that, yeah, that I don't think album I, have, I don't think I ever watched the actual episode I've only heard the album didn't he do a couple Christmas specials with the Muppets though oh he did a lot with, I mean he looked like Kermit right. for God's sakes it's not like oh they, 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 they jive because you know they were both environmentalists before envi- environmentalism was a thing and Thank and they also the loved really we... bad puns yeah so he he, he fit right in with them and my but uh but I'm bum bum yeah <laughs> <laughs> See, the soundtrack is excellent. Like yeah. the the actual CD is fantastic, but we 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 didn't get oh, like yeah. we we listened to that on record. Oh god. On a record while making Christmas cookies in my home growing up. On the sixth day of Christmas, my true love gave to me six keys of <laughs> Who's gonna turn the side over? Uh, yeah. One day we'll... I swear to God, I heard something bubbling as if he was <laughs> inhaling in a glass tube <laughs> before he started singing. I, I can't be right. <laughs> All right, now can you can you name a decent Christmas no. special after yes. 1984? Okay, go ahead. Yes. yes. Uh, the Christmas toy. Which was a Henson Workshop thing, but it only has like a little narration from Kermit before they go into it, and it's it's pre Toy Story, but it's about toys being alive. Right. However, if they get found out of the place that they were left by, they get they they lose their power until oh. Christmas, and and then they can be resurrected by special song and happiness and ensues. But it was. It's really, it's, that it's that a little creepy. creepy. It's a little creepy, but it's very sweet, and it's got all the regular Muppet performers. Uh, you know, it's got uh Dave Goals, 
Steve Whitmire, uh, what's her face that did Moki the Fraggle. Um, okay, so there's that. A Muppet Family Christmas, which is before the end, before Jim Henson passed away, and it's everybody goes to Fozzie's mother's house for Christmas. <laughs> I remember that one. I remember. And that was 1987. All right. Uh, it's a very merry Muppet Christmas movie. Eh. All right, can you name anything that isn't a Muppet movie on The Hogfather. Hogfather. They did oh, a live-action version oh, of The Hogfather by Terry yeah. Pratchett um, in is the BBC. Is this a figment of your imagination? No, no, no. no. <laughs> and it's, it's a Discworld book. It's based on Discworld, and it has Michelle Dockery as Susan, which is not a big stretch for her because as it's basically playing Mary from Downton Abbey, only she's the stepdaughter of death. Yeah. Uh, what and, in the name? Wait a minute, what? Discworld. Discworld. Yeah, I don't know what Discworld is. Okay, then. Yeah. <laughs> and then, um, because of this episode because of this episode of Geek Salad, I actually watched Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Oh, God. Oh, you did not, did you? It was hilarious. Really? The self-referential humor is amazing. And, you know, part of it's just Grumpy and, Cat and Aubrey Plaza okay. voicing it. You know what's a good, good uh, post-1983 uh, Christmas? Yeah. Anything by South, anything by South Park. Yep. Okay, yep. Yep. Howdy ho! South Park and Simpsons make some of the best Christmas episodes, except for... Uh-oh, uh-oh. Yep, we go got ahead. a descent. We got a descent. No, I agree. <laughs> um, you are forgetting something. Yeah. The live-action year without a Santa Oh, God. Harvey Firestein is Heat Miser. <laughs> I'm Mr. White. You're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> Drop the mic and walk away. Yeah. Drop the mic and walk away. I have to tell you the best line from Grumpy Cat's Worst Christmas Ever. Yeah. Oh, God, you wrote it down. Of course I did. <laughs> she puts her hair to these things. Um, she, she actually does the work. God bless I did her. the work this time, yes. Uh, so it, it, was, it aired on Lifetime. And at the end of the movie, you know, the, the young girl, with the help of Grumpy Cat, has defeated the bad guys. <laughs> and her mother comes running up and is like, those guys didn't do anything to you, did they? And Grumpy Cat goes, no, that's a different kind of Lifetime movie. <laughs> took away, she took away my punchline. Oh, boy. And, and this was on Lifetime, wasn't it? That was on Lifetime. Wow. They did that joke on Lifetime. I was like, was wow. Meredith Was Meredith Baxter Bernie in this? No. That is crap. <laughs> nope, it had Aubrey Plaza as the voice of Grumpy Cat and I like Aubrey Plaza. a few other people. And, well... You know, they're like, here's the most important girl in the world. Oh, except that she gets second billing unto me. They cut to the recording studio. Was Aubrey Val- Plaza as Grumpy Cat. Three. Was Valerie Bertinelli in this? Nope. Then it's crap. Three. <laughs> Come on, the, the, the first Mr. Hankey. He's nutty sometimes, he's corny, he can be brown or greenish brown. But if you eat fiber on Christmas Eve, he might come to your town. Mr. Hanky, the Christmas poo, he loves me, I love you, therefore vicariously he loves you. I can make him Mr. Hanky too. I mean, that's a classic. You know Hanky, what? I love the that. Christmas poo. <laughs> I was sitting, my, my, it's the, I wasn't there, I shouldn't say it, my, I wasn't there. My mother sat down next to my father and flipped on South Park, and she was watching it. And all of a sudden, a turd starts dancing and singing <laughs> on television. And my father, my father knows what's going on. He's just watching her, and she's like, "David, David, how a piece of shit singing?" <laughs> <laughs> He's like, "Yes." He's like, she's like, "What? Are <laughs> you terrible? Oh my God! Is this for kids?" No. <laughs> so that's my cup of story. Go ahead. 
All right. <laughs> you made your mom sound like Edith. And the pink in the brain. Oh, Archie! Oh, I forgot about that one. 95. Andy, you haven't taken a lot of things into account this evening. I have not. Hey. Sorry. What am, what am there are various Christmas specials of, of shows, you know, whatever. But there are pockets. Pinky in the yeah. brain. Yeah. <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite Christmas specials, uh, a Garfield, uh, Garfield Christmas. And yet you don't like the Grinch. <laughs> you know, I, I don't know if I... If I might have watched that once, but I, I every year I love to watch. I have them all yeah. on DVD. Um, is uh, the the Halloween Chris Garfield? Yes, that was a very good that, one. But that's the, one, the best one. Garfield, John, and Odie are going to John's parents. You know, with uh, John Boy. Oh, oh John. no! And, oh and no! Let me guess. They got lasagna. <laughs> he hates so. Well, his, John, John, John's parents love to watch the planes fly over. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Lyman. Yeah, he was eliminated after a while. He yeah. was. He was like, you know, we introduced Odie, and that's fine, but we don't care about his owner anymore. Just... Can I have my dog back? No. <laughs> I think Lyman is not making pornos. <laughs> <laughs> With that mustache, hell yeah. Oh, that, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Voice. All right, so what do you got? So now? actually, Jim, I want you to bring up the question you had for everybody. You want to do a little round table? Oh yes, I have a round table discussion I would like to bring up. Oh dear. Because I was thinking last night. During the Patriots game, I don't know why. But, um, if Bob Hope was still making specials today, what would be the name? What C-list superstars do you think would be appearing? The Kardashians are not C-list superstars. No, they're, they're not even that. Because I have one. Papa John Schneider. Who? The guy who owns Papa John's. You ever oh, see that the, asshole. You ever see the commercials? Oh, like, yeah. they're, everybody's sitting around, you know, you know, they're bored, and all of a sudden Papa John shows up, and it's like, the party's, is, the party's starting now, boy, because he has vine-ripened tomatoes. <laughs> and and because we want to raise minimum wage, he's going to have to cut jobs, because God forbid he cut his salary slightly. Yeah. So or I stop like giving away free pizzas. What stars do you think for, of today all right. would be on this show? Kathy Griffin. Mm. Kathy Griffin's yeah. a good one. Well, if uh, if he was still alive, the guy um, who always made the donuts. The kind that make the donuts guy? Yeah. I think he was actually on the old Bob Hope. He may have been. <laughs> Catherine. I'm thinking. <laughs> Is it going to be some obscure British guy from some British sci-fi show? No. Red God. Dwarf Johnson! No, no, no. no. It would Kelly definitely would be in some obscure American thing. Oh, Haley Joel Osment. Okay. All right. I'll take Haley Joel Osment. And um, I will go with a Darius Rucker less uh, Cody and the Blowfish. <laughs> the rest of the Blowfish. Yeah, the, rest of the, <laughs> the Blowfish. Just the blowfish. not Hootie. Just the Blowfish. <laughs> That's all. Cody's still making music. Yeah. That should have been a Facebook question. That really should that have been. Oh damn! Question. That would have been a good one. That would have been a good oh one. well. Oh damn it! Well, just put it up. Yeah. Put it all right. Up. So um. Music. Yeah. Next up. Yeah. Music. Oh jeez. All right. Jim, yes. this is your bread and butter. Go ahead. Music? Yeah. Uh, well, my wife and I were talking about this. It might have been, you know, it's been brought up before. Do they know it's Christmas? No, they're Muslim. They don't <laughs> care that it's Christmas. <laughs> Ramadan? Maybe. Do they know it's Christmas? No, they do not. No matter how much food that you give them, they're not going to know it's Christmas. Keep going. All right. That's so, a fair point. Thank you. You're welcome. Starting pre-1984, well, we got to talk about, you know, Dean Martin playing grab ass at every uh, at every turn with... Andy, I don't want to hear it. 
the crown jewel ornament on my tree is a singing Dean Martin box, which I will display for all of you in a few moments to see. Uh, Although it doesn't sing a Christmas song, it sings, everybody wants somebody. It is the crown jewel of my Christmas tree. I will not have you ruin Dean's gin-soaked Christmas any longer. Okay, so we're, we're, we're doing, which, which songs are we doing right now? Um, we're doing pre eighty four. So pre pre eighty four. Mike Jones, I'm getting nothing for Christmas. Oh God, mine is uh, nice. The Beach Boys Christmas album. Mm. I'm sorry, I love the Beach Boys. Yeah. <laughs> Alan Sherman's Twelve Gifts of Christmas. If you have, I I, I specialize in obscure the only, Christmas the songs. Only, the only Alan Sher- the first the first thing at Christmas my true love gave to me was a Japanese transistor radio. I that doesn't rhyme. I think that's what we oh! do. It's not supposed to. Oh, thank you. I think the only Alan Sherman album I ever heard, I think, was... Uh... The Hello Mudda, Hello yeah, Fada. Yeah, oh, no, no, no. He's, he's, he's got much yeah, more than yeah, that. Um, <laughs> if you haven't heard 12 Gifts of Christmas, I posted it on my Facebook today. It's, no. It's a... Uh... I love that one. <laughs> and then on the 12th day of Christmas, although it may seem strange, on the 12th day of Christmas, I'm going to, going to exchange all the crappy Christmas presents he got. <laughs> Mike, how about you? Um, give me give me stuff by the Rat Pack. Yeah. The what? I love. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the Rat Pack the Rat Christmas Pack? Oh, yeah. is con- is on constant loop when there I listen to Christmas music. There is nothing better than Steve and Edie Gourmet's Christmas cleaning <laughs> the chairman of the board's latrine. That's a wonderful Christmas record. The acoustics in Frank's bathroom are excellent. Shut up, you brown noses. <laughs> okay, Frank. Um. Thanks, Mr. Chairman. Tom Lehrer did a few things. Yeah, Tom Lehrer did. I'm not, you know, he, I'm did not... Some, he did some Christmas stuff, and he also did I'm Spending Hanukkah in Santa Monica. Cool. <laughs> well, at least it rhymed. <laughs> what a coincidence. Um, I mean, we already talked about Vince Caraldi's yeah. Charlie Brown Christmas. Yeah. Greatest yeah. Christmas album ever. You don't, you don't need to bring that up any further. It's stipulated. But. Well, I mean. And for, I mean, for all you know, not my, not a big fan of his character, Bing Crosby did have some great Christmas music. Yes, he did. Yeah. Well, he's got the pipes. I mean, there's yeah. no, no yeah. denying it. Right. You can't swing a dead cat now and not hear an Andy Williams song. That's true. Yeah. Yeah, Andy Williams is the most wonderful time of the year. I am, mm. I am obligated by one of my former coworkers to bring that one up, as well as Dominic the Christmas Donkey. Uh, that's after uh, Christmas story. Is oh, the version I have. And o- only because, you know, like Roberto Clemente, yeah. the Puerto Rican in me has to say Feliz Navidad. Oh, that's Feliz true. Navidad, yes. I thought you were going to say Roberto Clemente had a Christmas record. <laughs> you know what? That man could do no wrong, Jim. Okay, I'm sorry. And here's the. Here's He's the, a patron saint in Puerto Rico. That's right. My, my current <laughs> favorite old, sweet, not overly schmaltzy Christmas yeah. song is Roger Miller Old Toy Trains. Huh. I don't think I know that one. Uh, the, the, the chorus is old toy trains, old toy tracks. Um. <laughs> <laughs> something, something, something. From a sack, carried by no, a man dressed in white and red. Little boy, don't you think it's time you were in bed? No. And I was trying to translate it's, it's, pre-83 or post-83? Pre-83. Yeah, uh, they're post-83. Oh, yeah, they're Mannheim Spinroller. Spin roller. <laughs> God, it's like the guitarist from Slayer when all these guys come up. <laughs> no, that's, um, that, in, that's, in, that's um, on his, that's Trans-Siberian. It really is. If you put the two next to each other and played them on a loop, 
it did sound like the same song. I'm sure there's a bunch of drunken Russian thugs that would disagree with but you. But we're still predating, so. Yeah. Um. But you know, yeah, it's like every year I kind of have like one song I gravitate to, and this year it's been Andy Williams's. Um. Uh, that's not Christmas Rhapsody. Oh God, is it Christmas? Yeah. It's the time of year when the world Whoa. falls in love. That one, yeah. Yeah, I'm not. I I, just, I don't know why I just always like that Rhapsody. song. Another obscure song, Santa the Claus Bonanza cost. <laughs> the Bonanza cast singing Santa got lost in Texas. Oh God. That's an old chestnut. Yeah. <laughs> uh, how about the Carpenters Christmas album? As long as uh, the guy doesn't. As long as Richard, you know, yeah. Yeah, as as it, as exhausts his five minutes of contractually <laughs> obligated singing time. Oh my God, the guy was so tone deaf. It was just. Oh no, he sounded like two cats fucking. <laughs> what was that one line he sang in that? In um. Oh. It's Christmas morning at the yeah. home. Yeah. 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 And then they have like the guy who plays the vibes. <laughs> some pumpkin pie. Still Richard does. Yep. Hey, hey, those are timeless classics. Yeah, and he's yeah, not part it, of it. That's true. That is true. That's easy. He wrote it all. Well, yeah, but he shouldn't be a singer of them. Hey. All right. So, post eighty four. I, I got one. Oh more yeah. Sorry. On pre, uh, uh, Christmas baby, please come home by uh, Darlene Love. Is that who originally sang it? My wife and I were arguing over this because, as far as I was aware, you two wrote that song. Because I think Bono told me he did. Well, I'm sure he, I'm sure he's trying to take credit for it. The snow's on the ground. And I think Eartha Kitt's version of Santa Baby is the version. Yes, I agree with you. You know, it'd be fun to love Bono. And Rebecca and I were talking about this. If Bono like broke down into one of his shanty town of South Africa <laughs> during that one. During that one. They're singing deck the halls, except out in Johannesburg, South Africa. Where there are no halls to be de- to be decked. But also the John John Denver and Anne Mary. What was their big it was, uh, tune. The Christmas song? That's the like well the Christmas song attorney uh, belongs to Nat King Cole. Oh, well. Yeah. Well, it's yes. kinda like the other Christmas song that only um, Mel Torme could sing. Well, no, the no, that was the, huh? Oh, the Velvet Smog, yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, the reason I, lo- I love the uh, Darling Love version of that song so much, though, is because uh, they played over the opening credits of one of my favorite Christmas movies. A Steve Winwood Christmas. Nope, Gremlins. <laughs> they do, you're right. Oh my god, it's been a while since I've actually he watched bu- Gremlins he, in he full. Buys, he buys the mug line, he walks out, and then suddenly, Christmas, the snow is going down. Okay. Have you heard the Darlene Love Christmas Time for the Jews? They play it every year on the Saturday Night Live Christmas special. It is hilarious. <laughs> um, are we going post now? Yeah, let's go post. Well, who can forget that timeless class that Grandma got run over by, by a reindeer? <laughs> Never liked it then. I don't particularly care I for it now. One. I love that one. It's like the Dr. Demento Christmas album was great when I was in eighth grade. <laughs> Oh, for me, it's still great. Come on. Yeah. It just trails off after that. It's like uh, like the 12 Pains of Christmas. Hey, hangovers! <laughs> How about instead of silver bells, it's silver he fouls. <laughs> <laughs> it, Gala, I, know, I, know, I, know. I want a hippopotamus for Christmas. <laughs> I know I know. Becca will probably disagree with me, but this song just is earworm in I'm my just, ear. I'm just warning you now. Oh, my God. If you do it, and she comes over and she <laughs> blasts you with the, with a wrench... Yeah. <laughs> You've been, been warned. warned. <laughs> yes, Joe. Go it's ahead. Just, it's just—it's a near worm. What? It just oh, it gets into my Which ear. Which one though? What song? 
She's not taking it. <laughs> the kinks. Oh, go, well, Father that Christmas. that's pre. That's pre eighty four. Father Christmas. Okay, Father Christmas. But then again, you know what else is pre um pre eighty four as well? The Paul McCartney Christmas oh. anthem. There's a new version. Oh, that there should be By also whom? the shins. No, no, it's uh, that that uh, chaser straight with no chaser. About uh, no the waitress. The waitresses. No What's the song by the waitresses? Oh, Christmas rapping. Uh, Derek the halls and smoke a cigarette and no, my, and die on Christmas Day, which she did. No. Queens, thank God it's Christmas. My my favorite oh, my favorite post eighty four Christmas song is uh, Holy Mother by Eric Clapton. I've never heard it. No. How about um uh, Twelve Days of Christmas by uh, Frank and Doug McKenzie? You mean Bob and Doug <laughs> yeah, McKenzie? Bob, Bob. Yeah. Frank. <laughs> He's the Frank lesser known <laughs> cousin. <laughs> the first day of He's Christmas. the one they kept at the hospital. A beer. In a tree. <laughs> oh, they don't get to that until later. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Well, they also leave off half the stuff, too. But... Three French toast. All right, Two but... turtle soups. Two five golden toots. <laughs> All right, so getting past 84... Um, Weird Al's Christmas at Ground Zero and also The Night Santa Went Crazy. Yeah, those are both great songs. But if I have to hear another version of um, All I Want for Christmas is You, Ugh. I am going to climb a clock tower with a high-powered high action rifle. Oh, <laughs> my God. The, red, the, red the thought of you ever firing a rifle, the recoil would send you on your ass. <laughs> <laughs> I mean... <laughs> Come on, Andy. No, come on. You'd, you'd be using the Red Rider. You'd be becoming the constant uh, that, stock. <laughs> and this thing and that tells time. time. <laughs> Brad Paisley's Penguin, James Penguin. Oh, fuck Brad Paisley. Oh, I love Brad uh, I love Brad Paisley, Brad Paisley, too. I just don't, don't know. Don't you bring country <laughs> shit-kicking music in my house. It's only Brad Paisley. Oh, oh only Brad Paisley. He's so different. He is, actually. Oh, come on. Drinking summertime, girls got legs. <laughs> no, 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 no. That Brad Paisley's not like that. And all those like, you know, he's a. That's right. Summertime, girls got legs. Drinking in a three-piece tux. Right. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Colton's Chiron Beta Prime. Yeah. Okay. Nice our Galactica Christmas. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> Merry Christmas from Chiron Beta Prime, where we're working in our mind for our robot overlords. Did I say overlords? I mean protectors. <laughs> Well, you can't go wrong with Jonathan Golden. Come on. So he stole from Kent Brockman then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you, Orient Overlords. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would just like to reaffirm my uh, my allegiance to this planet. Let's see. Uh, uh, we we talked about Transiberian Orchestra. Corn's Jingle Balls. Oh, oh God. Yeah. Now, now we've gone. Yeah. We've, we've gone, we've gone the off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. I still think it would be great though if they actually had a Christmas special that was uh. Oh, God, what was the name of that band? Disturbs. Oh. And now, welcome back to Disturbs, Down with the Christmas. <laughs> Down with the Christmas. <laughs> Come, they told me, power is... Oh, wow. <laughs> All right, kids, gather up. Drop, Dropkick Murphy's The Season's Upon Us. Ugh. Gather around the tree. It's time for a Slipknot Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> we've only touched on one of Bob Rivers' classics of Twelve Pains of Christmas. It's also the Chimney Song. Didn't I get this last year? I am Santa Claus walking around in women's underwear. 
Is that all one title? I was going to say, is, is there a comma in there? Yeah, there are commas there, there are in there. There are lots of commas. Okay. Yes, those are, those are all Bob Rivers tunes. <laughs> of course, there's the inevitable Breaking Dogs Jingle Bells. Oh, God. And then there's the one you haven't heard, which is the Frog's O Lily Pad. Oh, God. Kermit? Oh, really bad. <laughs> no, it's just, it's just, it's like the barking dogs where it's bark, 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 only it's ribbit, ribbit, ribbit. Uh, oh, okay. Oh, all right. Boy, so, yeah, it totally makes it better. <laughs> all right, so, um, let's move on to some, uh, advertising. Oh, oh yes, yeah. The old one always gets me. What's Remember, that? They don't play it anymore, but it, I, the, the, something about the song, the old Toys R Us commercial, the world's greatest toys, toys go down the biggest the stuff with the stuff and the stuff. Toys R Us. Okay. All right. So I mean, every I, I went on YouTube and I looked at a whole looked up a whole bunch of ads and a couple from the. Post like the the eighty two eighty three so just right on the cusp era era that every one of these compilations had the Coca Cola like semi truck commercial oh yes where you know it's a dark lightened area and all the trucks have got all the glitter and the light up and all that and everyone's waiting to get their caramel flavored beverages oh yeah and they get the whole line going back yep you know, like wow all these drivers have to be out here on the roads in the Christmas Eve yep. Makes them want to do more amphetamines. <laughs> what, a, what a dick this company is. And that, well, there's also like the M&M ads. Oh, yeah. We're, All the world loves M&M's. Go fuck yourself. It's M&M's. I, I just find it funny. I that, think they say it though. <laughs> they do in later versions of it. I just find it amusing that these giant, these giant anthropomorphic versions of M&M's are trying to get you to eat. Them. They're 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 siblings. Uncle Tom's. It's all all of them. No, sibling rivalry. You get rid of your competition. Well, it's like Mr. Peanut. I mean, Mr. Peanut sold out his brethren for riches. I mean, look at the guy. He's wearing a monocle and a top hat. I I will never be rid of the image of Mr. Peanut introducing the the safe Lombada. Oh, God. Which was done... It was done in uh the, the the dancers were facing away from each other and then their shadows danced together. Ugh. It was it was shadow dancing like Andy. Gidding? No no. Oh. <laughs> All right. Oh, you know what else? What other ad popped up and it just you know incited fury and would be for you too if you went on online and watched it. The ET Atari uh game oh my ad. God. They unearthed that. I know. Oh, wow. Coming this Christmas, we threw bags of, of dollar... Uh, we do, threw bags with dollar signs on them at Steven Spielberg. And he said, okay, get it done in three weeks. And miraculously, we did. Yeah, I don't think Steven Spielberg had quite the understanding of video games. That he I don't think the guys over at Atari did either, because they're like, we, we, we can do this in three weeks, right? We can design, develop and design an entire video game and have it ready for market in three weeks, right? Right, guys? Am I right? Hold on a sec. All right. Yep, you're right. Oh, man. I, I, when, I, when I just came back from, from Florida, back, um, back in October, and I actually went on the E.T. ride yeah. on Universal. Wow. That was a freaky ride. Really? Because they got a whole lot of little tiny ETs, and he had ET trying to rescue all of his friends, and his friends were just the most disturbing creatures you've ever had, and they're like all horrifyingly cheerful. They're like, hey, you, thanks, ET, for helping me. I was going to say, are you sure you you were on, on a universal small... ride, or you weren't watching the uh, Robot Chicken episode? No, 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 no,
Uh, you're in the small world, right? No, no, actually. Mm, oh, those are both. Yeah. <laughs> both good old fashioned nightmare fuel. All, mm. all uh, yeah, pretty much. All right. The 70s brought us some great. Um, Kramer's. All their Christmas ads involved either really shitty beer. It's a Christmas party. Wouldn't your host love you to bring like 36 bottles of Schlitz with you? <laughs> oh, Michelob. <clears throat> Schlitz. This year, give the re gift. <laughs> <laughs> Bud Light. Why not? <laughs> <laughs> and Norelco Razors. There were more ads of Santa I, riding on ones, the yeah. razor head. Every, every, every year. Every year, they advertise razors more often at Christmas than any other time of year, which just proves that your wife wants you to not stab her in the face. <laughs> cool. I'm glad to know that. <laughs> hey, you. You got nose hairs. Take this clipper. <laughs> <laughs> Norelco. <laughs> What's funny, too, because in the 60s, like... They would advertise, um, hey, here, here's a great gift for anybody on your on your family list here. It's uh, denture cleaners. <laughs> you plug it in, you put your dentures in, they're clean. I'm June Allison. <laughs> Do you have crotch rot? <laughs> um, some of the other ads I saw, now we're, now we're going back, 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 50s, 60s, when Lucky Strike used to sell cartons of cigarettes. With the fucking decorations of Christmas all over them. Yeah, they put Season holly smoking. Berries yeah. They put holly berries yeah. The cigarettes. Friends, here's a wonderful Christmas gift for anyone who smokes. Because it says, Merry Christmas and Happy Smoking 200 times. Yes, 10 packs of those better tasting Luckies. All done up for Christmas in a beautiful carton created just for Lucky Strike by the famous designer, Mr. Raymond Loy. It'll look so bright and colorful under your Christmas tree, and it's such a welcome gift to anyone who enjoys a good smoke. Yeah. I don't think they did that, because that was all... You don't want to ruin that smooth, toasted goodness that <laughs> was approved by uh, 9 out of 10 doctors. The other 10 doctors they couldn't get to because he had died of lung cancer, but... And endorsed by the Surgeon General. Oh, my God. What the hell was that? That's Santa riding a giant <laughs> bull. It looks like a giant... That doesn't look like a bulb. All right, now here's one I saw, and this is a real ad. Um, I'm not making this up. Um, now, Jim, yes. would you would you say that if I wanted to get the full definition of hate, all I have to do is ask you about Dr. Pepper? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> back in the yeah. '60s, they were trying to pass this off as a as a cool holiday drink by drinking, and I'm I'm not making this up. Hot Dr. Pepper, or as they called it, Dr. Pepper Hot. Happy Holidays, that special time of the year to enjoy the festivities. A fun time, the perfect time for hot Dr. Pepper. And it's so easy to prepare. Just heat Dr. Pepper or diet Dr. Pepper till it steams. Then pour over a thin slice of lemon and serve piping hot. Take a Dr. Pepper, boil the shit out of it, and serve it with a slice of lemon. Oh. So, have they not seen what you happens when you boil soda? <laughs> it was the 60s. Yeah, well. yeah, well. That's a, that's a, that's a great idea. Yeah. <laughs> do you like Robitussin? Because if you do, what else you got? Peppers for you. Mike, what do you got in that book here? we got to describe some of this. I've got a delightful Christmas ad. It shows a woman in the kitchen with with a you know platter with a big old being a good, ha good, good happy housewife. And right next to her is a rolling cart with a record player on it. <laughs> being a happy housewife. 
Yep, she would have to be, because... It's like, half the ads I saw were like, wouldn't the little lady love this vacuum for Christmas? <laughs> Finally, I just have to bring up one thing that joins the old and the new with advertising, and that is the Vermont Country Catalog. I don't know how the hell we wound up on this list, but every year, or every month, we get this, this thing where, <coughs> excuse me, everything is, yes, um... Like, old lady nightgowns. Like, nothing tells the old your husband that the shop is closed more than wearing this nightgown. <laughs> the shop is closed. Not Gonna tonight, honey. Old night in yep. Here's our candy section. We've got ribbon candies. Your great-grandma's favorites. Um, this is a Vermont catalog. This is the Vermont Country Catalog. They still sell chocolate liqueurs that are, like, in the bottle. Do you, you remember those? Yeah. They are... True story. When I was seven years old, my dad brought me to um, his aunt's house for a Christmas party. They left a bowl of these things out. I was seven and unattended and thinking, well, I'd be a fool not to eat all this unattended candy. That explains so much. Oh, my God. Yeah. The next thing I remember, my face is in the toilet. My dad just like pulls out like, okay, what'd you eat? Gross. All right, grab your giant-sized Boba Fett. We're leaving. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, whenever I hear about a Vermont uh, country calendar, all I'm thinking is for your annual Christmas cheese log. You know what? That would be nice because that, that the, to me with is the Christmas. Almond on it, with, the, with, yeah. with a shredded almond on it. To me, that is Christmas. The um, the Hickory Farm catalog <laughs> is Christmas to me. Oh, another thing they have on there is like this was your grandmother's favorite perfume. We found millions of bottles, even though it was stopped, they stopped distribution of this in 1960. She was trying right. to pick up former U.S. General Blackjack Pershing. We found three. We found three case lots of this right next to the Lost Ark of the Covenant. Right. Yeah. Top men. <laughs> we're going to get shit if we don't mention two Christmas songs I just remembered. Okay, go ahead. All I want for Christmas is my two front teeth. Mm-hmm. And the chipmunk Christmas song. Oh. Alvin! Just slow it down. Just slow it down. Alvin! Alvin! God. <laughs> Just thinking about that means I'm going to run my car off the road tonight. <laughs> because that happened. <laughs> All right. Um. Any? Oh, yes? Nothing. Okay. <laughs> So, Jim, we have one more thing we need to talk about. What's that? We're going to talk about racism during the holidays. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, Dante Hicks is just like you. He loves grape soda. There is none. None. None whatsoever. No. Racism is over. That's right. Isn't there a special movie? There is a special movie. Um, I think we've talked, probably talked about it before, but um, the movie Holiday Inn, where the song White Christmas originated from. It's a it's a story. Have you seen it? Holiday Inn. I I think I've seen clips, but nothing else. Okay, good. Um, it's a movie about Bing Crosby, <laughs> who decides he's in show business, and he wants to open up an inn that's only open during the holidays. Hence the name. Right, Holiday Inn. Holiday Inn. Wow. So it's a very very poor business model. It's <laughs> beyond stupid, but but brilliant marketing. Back then it worked. So they have, you know, it's like a night of evening and dancing and, and, and ho- you know, holiday-themed fun for that specific holiday. Well, Abraham Lincoln's birthday comes along, 
And he and his ingenue girlfriend are sitting there going, you know what? I think we need to do this in blackface. <laughs> so they come out. He's walking around like an old pickaninny. Abraham. <laughs> I remember the first time I saw it, I was so uncomfortable. I, 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 I thought my head was going to explode. It was so bad. Then the girlfriend comes out. She's in the buckwheat pigtails, you see. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. But to beat the band, they cut to the black maid singing to her kids with the line, When Lincoln freed the darkies. Oh, God. <laughs> that is a true story. When black folks lived in slavery, who was it set the darkie free? Abraham! That's right, child. Abraham! I think they cut that part now. Like, if it's like, it'll be on late night, I think they cut that part. Well, it's, it's like, well, it's like that, uh, surprise, the surprise. scenes from Fantasia that they cut that had that little, uh, little oh, yeah. black centaur. That oh, would yes. sit there and braid the uh, the white centaurs' uh, tails and yeah. stuff. And like yet that. they don't cut Dumbo. Nope. Nope. <laughs> Sorry to say. Hey, those crows are an intricate part of the plot. <laughs> it is. Um, I mean, the movie itself isn't very good, but it's. Uh, yeah. just it was one of the most shocking things I have ever seen on TV. It's just because you know I'm, I'm not contextualizing it. I'm looking at it through the lens of someone who lives in the. In the 21st yeah. yeah. century, yeah. century, where it is just not even remotely acceptable um it's just hard to believe that that was an acceptable and, and preferred form of entertainment yeah yep. so when did he break out into mammy he doesn't break out into mammy well, that's one of the things with the, the marx brothers they always had a performance with black people being really good at something and it had to be at the end of one of their film roles so that they could cut it out in the south easily hmm mm. Why would they do that? Well, I mean, when you look, yeah, I mean, kind of aside, I mean, you think the jazz singer is considered a classic. The Neil Diamond. Right, no, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, the original jazz, thing, oh. jazz singer but is considered a classic. So is Birth of a Nation, though? I was about to say Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation. Birth of a Nation, a birth of a Nation is in the Congressional Library. Yeah. Because yeah, we've wow, come a long way. That's just we've come a long way. piece of uh, cinema, isn't it? Oh, my God. Three and a half hours, nobody talks. And yet, half the cast is in blackface, and the heroes of the movie, the KKK. Yeah. Actually, for the first like half hour of that movie, I was going, "Where's Buster Keaton?" <laughs> Come on. I'm sure that's what the audiences of 19 ought something would were saying as well. Yeah. Where's Buster Keaton? Where's Buster Keaton. So anyway. Where's Buster Crab? Buster Keaton episode of this Twilight Zone was really cool. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. So well, that was our holiday. Our holiday discussion. Holiday Am I leaving anything out? Am I leaving anything out? Are we are we good uh, on this? Are we the Twilight Zone Christmas episodes? Oh dear God! Okay. Night of the Meek, five characters in search of an exit, and changing of the guard. Night of the Meek with Art Carney, who we talked about earlier, and oh, he was a drunk. But no, no way. But, it, but it, he was he was a he was a drunk mall Santa who wanted to be better, and it turned out that he was really Santa. Oh, I can I get that. What's he twist? And uh, Changing of the Guard with Donald Pleasance. As directed by M. Night Shyamalan. <laughs> Does Michael Myers come out in this one too and attack him? <laughs> That'd be awesome. I would totally go back and watch Twilight Zone episodes if that would happen no, in every no, episode. No. And I'm required to tell you about the Pogue song, Fairy Tale in New York. Yep. We had this discussion like two years ago about it. It's like, ah, I know nothing about this song and it's depressing. And Shane, Mc and Shane McGowan has no jaw. 
No, that that the uh, Twilight Zone episode with Donald Pleasance. Yeah. There's one way it could make, be even better. If he Winwood. Has, if he has to fight the Puma Man. Pu- no, it's Puma Man. Sorry. All right. Puma Man. Puma Man. All right. So. Other than Duke Ellington's sugar rum cherry, I'm done. All right. I like that's Duke Ellington. That's pretty tasty, actually. I'll, I'll take that's, one. That's a really, it's a really good uh, twist. <laughs> so, anyway, um, let's move on to some segments. Christmas did come early for us this year. Yes, it did. Thank uh, you, JJ. Yes, on Black Friday, we we were treated to the teaser trailer for Star Wars Episode Seven: The Force it, Awakens. It wasn't so much a teaser trailer, as, and John Campion on AMC said it, it was more of a, an announcement trailer than really a teaser trailer. Yeah. There has been an awakening. Have you felt it? teased enough with like nothing i mean outside no of the plot. outside well, of the x-wing no you know what you know what for for those of us who follow this stuff religiously and read every rumor and spoiler and everything else it kind of con- it may confirm a lot of what the rumors are but it still didn't give us any real yeah, plot was, details perfect, or anything like that it was a perfect teaser because every single episode every single image Teased something, but didn't tell anything right. about it. Yeah, the girl right. flying away on the on the uh, on the cigar box machine. Yeah. <laughs> Why is she doing machine? that? No idea. No, they said no. Well, so have, you seen, the, have you seen the one where actually the uh, it was uh, the ice cream bar, <laughs> the Magnum ice cream bar? Yeah. Everybody pooped their pants with the lightsaber. Other, other than the seeing the Millennium on. Falcon, yeah. it was it there was no like tease into the original movies. See, but I, that makes that actually I think and that. that, that I thought that was a great idea because if if what they say if the rumors are about what uh, Luke Skywalker's role in this movie are true, then you can't show Luke. No, no, you cannot oh, show Luke. What are the rumors about him? Well, that if basically, you if you glanced at the uh, I I at least glanced at the graphic novel. The big spoiler rumor is that Luke Skywalker, after the events of Return of the Jedi, went into isolation because he became so powerful in the Force he was afraid he he, he wasn't be able, he wasn't going to be able to control it, oh. and he basically went mad. After thirty years, and he's yeah, basically he, went, he basically went mad, and he's he is the dark the, Jedi. He is the dark Jedi in this movie. Yeah, he went he went dark side and brought back and that, the Emperor, according to the the comics. And that Daisy Ridley goes to find him, and when she finds him and finds out that he's basically this evil quote unquote cyborg, she basically just gives up and is like, "That's it. I'm. What's the point?" Yeah, Leia Leia ends up being the whiter Jedi of that. Twin set. So they said. So that's. They, so if if that's true, then you can't show Luke throughout. <laughs> right. Any of the trailers. Which is fine. But then, but then, but then, if you can't show Luke, you can't show Han and Han and Leia. You know what though? But that, that's the thing though. Is that other than the the familiar images of the X-wing fighter and the Millennium Falcon? Oh my God, I, I love that. 
That was my moment right there. I don't. I cried. I don't think you need to see them until the movie comes out. I love, no, I love, I I love, love the to know where that rumor came from. Anyway. No, that they, they all signed the contracts. We know we're gonna see them. Oh, I've seen it on yep. screen. Rank, Geek Tyrant. Oh yeah, because all those real badass guys. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go good. see it and pay my money. I didn't even bother watching the trailer until today because. Oh, you're so gonna get, see it. Oh, okay. I, I didn't. I didn't bother watching the no. trailer until today because we were gonna talk about but it. But you know, you know what the te- what it actually gave us is is it let us see that it kind of gave us confidence that J.J. Abrams knows what he's doing. Yeah. yeah. This is it was it had a Star Wars feel, but you knew it was a J.J. Abrams film. I went. I went. I might wait till DVD. I, <laughs> you are so fucking full of it, Jim. I I saw the MythBusters. Uh, I I went and saw the MythBusters uh, behind the Myths tour in in Worcester last week. And uh, Adam, who had worked on the the prequels and had done a lot of special effects and stuff, he said he was so glad that J.J. Abrams was going to take the helm because he knew that J.J. Abrams knows story. Yep. Mm. Like Lucas. (laughs) And Jar Jar Binks. Like Lucas in his prime. like, like, Like not Lucas. Lucas... Kind of understood story, but he can't write for shit. Right, he never has been able to write, and he can't direct. He is, he is, he can't direct, and he has never been able to write. He wrote Star Wars: The New Hope, and it was okay. Empire and Return of the Jedi, he let other people write, and that's why they were better. Actually, well, Empire is the one that was solely not written by him. He came up with the story, but he did have screenplay credit for Jedi. Okay. But yeah, that's why Empire is widely considered to be the best one. Again, I mean, I, I, like, I've never been one of those people who really doubted J.J. Because I, I love the Star Trek reboots. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. yeah. No, and I, the, the, I have never doubted J.J. Well, the thing is, is the thing that, and, and the reason why is because the thing that I love about Star, the Star Trek reboots is the thing that the start real hardcore Trek yeah. made is that he made it more into a Star Wars film than a Star Trek film. He brought that kind of... Made it accessible made for it a wider accessible, audience. made it fun... It wasn't, you know, the it thing wasn't that, as niche as Star Trek. Right. Is. The, the thing with well, this, Cicerone's going to come down on you like a bag of bricks. Why? Star Trek's not. Star Trek. Star Trek's not nearly as niche as, say, Farscape. Right. No, but I mean, the, the one thing that Trek, the the Trekkies love about Star Trek is that they really take themselves really seriously about yes, it. And, my my it's mother like, told me that the difference. My mother brought us to see Star Trek Four in theaters, and we watched a whole group of adults walk in and sit together. At the Acton Cinemas. Yeah. And uh, Mom went, that's a bunch of Trekkies. And we were like, what's a Trekkie? And she's like, a Star Trek fan knows what a triple is. A, a Trekkie knows how many there were. 1,771,561. You say so. What I, the hell? I, I watched a lot of classic Trek in order to get to that. <laughs> Nerd! Oh. Okay, but um, so we're all in agreement. The trailer was awesome. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so that brings us to Jim. I, I mean, yeah. uh, Annie, I'm surprised you haven't brought up uh, the uh, the cumber of the batch as Doctor Strange. <laughs> no, it's not part of this conversation. <laughs> oh, you know you're dying too. Come do, on. I do love how um, like everyone was like, oh, that sounds like um, Cumber Batch as well, a voice. I like, thought I honestly <laughs> thought it was. Like, I mean, it. <laughs> And oh, then, in the trailer? Yeah. Sandy Circus. Sandy Circus. Sandy Circus. Yeah, I figured. Yeah, this is a sign you hate with Andy. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars trailer? <laughs> Benedict Cumberbatch, Doctor Strange? <laughs> I know. <laughs> That's not what it sounds like anyway. Oh, sorry. Uh, 
Anyway, all right, so uh, moving on to... Stupid! Stupid! Um, where we continue with the Star Wars trailer and the nerd rage over Black Stormtrooper. Ugh. I there are it's, how dare you sully our our oh really God. white galaxy in a far you know far far away. Like, the hate, I know, I oh, know. And, but Jim, the hate on Twitter after this was just it was. And you know what? If they don't like that, they're not gonna like anything. No, no. Well, clearly the stormtroopers are supposed to be Nazi stormtroopers, and therefore they must be white. They're not the clones anymore. They're all they're those not, clones right. are dead. They no, it, it, that was explained. Yeah, it's the, it's explained. It's explained and, and to the rebels, em- actually. And the the empire was never really fascist in the sense of color. It was more a species and alien. Right. Exactly. You know, if they like all the Greedos guys. Right. Besides, <laughs> I mean, in the uh, in the original trailer of Star Wars, uh, Mark, you know, Luke Luke and Han were stormtroopers, weren't they? They were. Yeah. Ah. No, it's just one of these, these, these just, idiotic. If 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 you're complaining about that, you don't. Your place in humanity should be questioned. Right. Being a Star yeah, Wars really. fan. Right. Don't go see it. Right. It, yeah. yeah. Don't go see it. Yeah. Yeah. If it's gonna make you unhappy, go see go don't watch, watch it. it. No, go watch Birth of a Nation. Okay, you'll make yourself happy. <laughs> right. Because you had problems with Heimdall as well. So. <laughs> well, Heimdall has problems with Heimdall. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Idris Alba is really pissed about. Oh, he's everything. just being pissy right now. He's like, yes, he is. He's like, I was, I got, I got to be Malcolm X, and now I have to go back and. I played Shakespeare. So did Loki. Yep. <laughs> so you see, that's a, that's a great about Ben. That's a great thing about Benedict is he can play these niche roles and have fun with it, but he can still do like yeah. serious roles like yeah. the Imitation Game. And yeah, Idris Elba could do that too. He just he takes himself he's too just seriously. He's just being pissy about it. Right. So but he was brilliant in Pacific Rim, and why yes, does he, he have to have an attitude really about good it? Really good Lufa. Luther's an awesome show. So. All right, well, guys, uh, this is it. Last show of 2014. (laughs) So we're going to start next year uh, with uh, one that Chris actually brought up that we really like the idea for. uh, Our favorite sites, websites, shows, and personalities from the interwebs. So we're going to be talking about stuff like Jeremy Johns, Angry Video Game Nerd. AMC movie talk, AMC movie talk, that kind of stuff. Tabletop. What about Mike Gulick? Well, Mike Gulick is an internet star now. Because he's on AMC movie talk. Well, the after show. The after show, yeah. In fact, we just saw it today too. Oh, you were. Well, thank you. So, um... Why the hell is he thanking you? Yeah, exactly. Because I plugged the Geek Salad in it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, all right. All the time. So anyway, um, if you have any, any sites or personalities you want to bring up, you can get to us at geeksaladyahoo.com. You can follow us on Facebook at Geek Salad Podcast. Uh, follow us on Twitter at Geek Salad Radio. Um, also, check out our archives on iTunes, Stitcher, uh, geeksalad.podbean.com, or geek-salad.com. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. Go forth, be nerdful, and happy holidays. We'll talk to you later. It's a beautiful duck, yes, it, it, it really is. It's uh, uh but you see, uh, what?
it, it's smiling at me. <laughs> 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 